This is MFG Out Loud. Courageous conversations about sales and marketing for today's manufacturers. With your hosts, Ray Zaganto and Allison DeFore. Hey, Trailblazers. Welcome to the latest episode of MFG Out Loud. And do we have a treat for you today? Our special guest is Mr. Paul Van Meter. And if you don't already know him uh, from his work and development with ProShop, uh, buckle up. This is, this is going to be fun. There's some, some cool stuff coming our way. His own LinkedIn profile, his, uh, he first refers to himself as former machine shop owner. So we got the credibility thing out of the way. Uh, but he's, uh, his business, ProShop, is uh, ERP, QMS, MES Solutions. Uh, he's the co-founder, and have we got an awesome, awesome time scheduled today. So uh, if you're in job shop manufacturing in general, CNC machining in specific, um, I'm sure you've pretty, uh, pretty much heard of the company. ProShop is a revolutionary software for small to medium manufacturing companies to help them realize considerably more profit and throughput with far less frustration. Okay, sounds good, but there's a couple things that really make ProShop extraordinary. I'll make it three things. One, that's true. Uh, everything I just, <laughs> they, they say in their promotional stuff, they actually deliver on the promise. Uh, so that actually happens. And you hear about it through their customers. Your customers love you, Paul. Uh, this, this blew me away after so many years in manufacturing the last thing anybody in manufacturing wants to talk about is their ERP system. It's that necessary evil. It's that eating the kale uh, that you know is good for you, but you just you just can't swallow it and get it down. Paul and his team developed uh, a software that works so damn well. You guys, at last count, I see 18 video testimonials on your website, uh, and I know a number of your rabid fans out there and it's it's not smoke and mirrors and fluff these are manufacturers that are so damn excited about erp because it works uh it it really does what it's supposed to do so uh like i said this is going to be a ride you don't want to miss paul thanks so much for joining us today thank you ray and allison it is absolutely an honor i've been on a lot of podcasts and i don't think i've been ever as excited about this one as, as coming on with you guys smart so. man yeah, good answer. <laughs> so, hey, listen, let's let's get right to it. How in the world did you find yourself in the ERP business? Uh, we found ourselves in the ERP business out of necessity. Okay. We um, so yeah, as you said in my LinkedIn profile, I used to own a shop. So my, my partners and I uh, met in college, and we actually, for those that are in sort of the engineering side of things, we actually designed and built race cars for the Formula SAE competition. Which many mechanical engineers get in engineering through that. It was the most fun thing we ever imagined doing. And we decided to start a shop right out of college. So we did that. And as we grew that company, we and started having more sophisticated needs and needing some software, we started looking. And we just quite honestly couldn't find anything that we thought was worth buying. And it's a very crowded space like if you look on captera there's like 1200 different erp products right but none of them were help were able to help us run a machine shop the way that we needed to run it and so we just built it ourselves 
God bless you for, for, for doing that. I guess, number one, overcoming the disappointment that must've come from your parents when you told them you were going into <laughs> you know, manufacturing, but uh, uh, seriously, the, we've all struggled so much with that, trying to take an off the shelf solution and, and tailor it to the needs of a job shop environment. And there, until you guys came along, it, it, it was, it wasn't there. It was, it was a path. It was like, well, what's going to hurt the least, you know, sure. to, to get going with that. What's, what's the biggest challenge uh, that you, that you saw with, with scaling the solution you, you built it. And as, as I understand, you had some, uh, some, some of your uh, peers and colleagues would come along and go, Hey, you mind sending a copy of that our way? I mean, uh, yeah, what, I mean, what made you flip the switch and say, you know what, this story. is our future. Yeah. I mean, we, we, when we first built it, we had no intentions of, of selling it to anyone else, right? It was strictly for ourselves, um, just an in-house solution. And we ran it that way for, for more than eight years. And, um, and it was our biggest machine shop customer that actually approached us and asked us to sell it to them. Um, and after they, it took some arm twisting cause we, we didn't really want to do that, um, at first, but, uh, but after we did it and it went so well, and then we, you know, decided to, to sell the company and go into software full-time. I think the biggest challenge, I mean, there's, I'd say we have two biggest challenges. One is just manage scaling, managing the growth, right. Finding people. Now we've been fortunate that, um, uh, like on the implementation side, because an ERP of course takes a lot of implementation time, sure. you know, ours takes less than most, but, uh, you still need a lot of people that, that, mm -hmm. that can train and understand the machine shop business. Um, but we had a pretty good supply of, um, former employees from our shop that actually wanted to follow us and join us over here. So, cool uh, we've never poached a, an employee, but, uh, from a customer, but we did have plenty that volunteered. Um, <laughs> so, um, difference with a distinction. <laughs> <laughs> it is an important distinction. Yeah, that's right. Um, but, uh, but then quite honestly, the biggest challenge on an ongoing basis is education mm. of how ProShop is actually different, right? Like you said, no one loves their ERP. Right. Um, people don't, they, they think they're, and they think they're all the same, right? When you go to some of these review websites and you pull up and you compare two or three different systems, like our competitors will have checkboxes on the same sort of area, like quality yeah. management. But when you dig into it, they're not even remotely the same. Yeah. So that, that's a real uphill battle that it is actually different. Um, it was built on the shop floor. We built it for our own needs and it actually works the way we say it works. It's, that's do you, awesome. Do you feel like because, one of the biggest challenges has been, cause I loved, I, I totally zoomed in on what you just said because that's my sandbox, right? Is mm -hmm. the marketing infrastructure of, a, of the a brand infrastructure of a company. Do you feel like one of the biggest hurdles has been changing minds Changing oh, mindsets, yeah. right? 100%. Yeah. I mean, they, 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 most folks think, think ERP is all the same and it's, and it's something to be, you know, avoided at all costs. Um, and there's huge fear of change as well. You know, they, they feel comfortable even if they hate their existing system. Um, and they just, there's a lot of momentum that doesn't want to move, you know. Is there like a biggest specific um, objection? that you guys help manufacturers overcome right out the gate? 
Well, a lot of folks uh, surprisingly have a fear of going paperless. A lot of shops are like, no, that can't work. You know, we've been using paper forever. People like to hold on to that eight and a half by 11 or that 11 by 17 drawing. And uh, they're like, that can't possibly work, <laughs> but it can work and it does work. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, and, 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 and don't fault people for it. Like, you know, there's been, I've, we've heard, you know, hundreds of stories of just people getting burned by other ERP salesmen that claim their systems do all this great stuff. And then when they buy and they get into it, it just doesn't work the way it was advertised. And, and I, I feel for them. I'm kind of mad at the other folks because these, these small companies are, you know, they're the lifeblood of our economy, right? They're the ground floor of everything that, that our, that our company, our country builds in terms of um, creating value in the world. And, um, and it's a really hard type of business to run. And they, they pour their blood, sweat and tears into these businesses. And then they get sold products that don't work very well and they're pulling their hair out. So it's just, yeah, it's a tough situation, but um, yeah. Part of what I, what I see in here when I, when I talk to clients or uh, people that I know that are, are running your software, when I look at uh, the users that post things uh, online and, for all our listeners, uh, Paul's a prolific contributor on LinkedIn, uh, himself personally and the, and the company. And, and if you tag him on something, he writes back. <laughs> so it's, uh, so by all means, uh, you know, check him, check him out there. But one of the big things I see that's, that's a difference uh, for, for ProShop in particular on the ERP side is you're, you're focused. It's, it's manufacturing centric is, is, is really where it is. And you, you still look at, you still bring the shop mentality to it. You know what I mean? Because a lot of the posts I see from pro shop or from, from you directly or, or from the users are about it's, it's that community. Hey, have you seen, you can now do this that helps you do that, right. you know, which is a common problem. Everybody has, you know, uh, that type of thing. It's just, there's, there just really seems to be a community built around it. Was that, dumb question was that kind of intentional or did it's, it just i guess i mean it's no it's really been a bit of an accident um and we have started using the term you know welcome to the pro shop family you know yeah. with our clients um but uh no i mean the shop floor is where i you know i spent most of my career so that's all i, I mean that's most of what i know and so and i guess this almost underscores sort of why we built our product in the first place on in a you know in any manufacturing company and specifically a machine shop which I know best, the value comes from the shop floor, right? It comes from those machinists turning turning blocks of metal into precision goods, mm -hmm. and that that area. So therefore, it's really the most important area of the company, right? I mean, of course, everything has to work together. You have to have salespeople, so the customers have to come in, and you have to, you know, have clean books. So the the, the bookkeepers are really important. But the value is created on the shop floor. And that's really, we couldn't find software that helped us with, with the execution of the shop floor. And yeah. so that's, that's really the core of what ProShop you know, is and a lot of the very specific features we have. So yeah, that's what I know. That's what I think is important. Yeah. So that's mostly what I talk about, you know, how, to, how to execute, how to make manufacturing more efficient, how to be more lean, how to do more with less. Yeah. What, what I think is, is cool is you see, the testimonials coming from the operations side, you know, mm -hmm. it, historically ERP was something that was selected by accounting yes. and, it, and it, and it made invoicing, 
and, sure. and tracking the financials easy when yep. the real uh, the real problems were well what happens you know once once something goes into that uh, that whip uh, you know black hole you know on the sh- yeah. where is it what's it worth? you know there's there's so sure. many other areas and then connecting in quality and uh, and everything else so um, I, I just as an operations guy it's it's so refreshing uh, to well, see that that the the factory guys get it and embrace it. You, know. <laughs> you said something to me when I when we first met each other. Yeah. You're like, Paul, you're taking what's arguably the least sexy part of manufacturing, <laughs> which is ERP software, and you're you're making it sexy. And I'm like, yeah. well, it is, and the shop floor is sexy, and that's yeah, really where the action happens. So we got to focus on that. I'm with you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, and you know, you interact with um, shops of all shapes and sizes across yeah. the U.S. and I am pretty sure you've noticed some best practices or trends that are happening. Do you want to enlighten our listeners on, on some of those? Um, Yeah. I mean, I think, um, I mean, obviously digitalization is, you know, digital transformation. That's a, you know, it's ubiquitous term these days, but, um, but hugely important, even just that discussion of, getting rid of paper, right? That in and itself is, is digital transformation, you know, and, and we've been doing that for years, but, but um, there's so many companies that are now embracing that. Um, that's, it's really important. And it's, and I think it's going to help just, it's going to help level up the, the, you know, their, their ability to perform their ability to be competitive. You know, Ray, you just shared a post today about um, the cost of U.S. goods and how many people in America are actually willing to pay more for U.S. goods, right? right? And and about a third won't, and some will. And um, but it underscores the importance of of making sure that that manufacturing is always more efficient than it was yesterday, and always moving forward. And uh, so, anyway, we're we're definitely seeing that. Um, we're seeing as well. Um, uh, that companies are also becoming more integrated in the way they think about operations and quality. Um, and it, they're, they're not, I mean, they are sometimes separate departments, but it's, it's so crucial to integrate them really tightly. Um, and then that actually becomes, and I've talked about this lots of places, that becomes an effective sales tool to drive growth in the company, right? Um, those buyers that are out there are, are skeptical of uh, every business that's out there. You know, you have, they, they make incredible claims on their websites that they have the best everything and hundred percent great clients and, and great delivery and quality. But, um, but when you open the curtain and look behind it, it, there's often a lot of chaos in a lot of manufacturing companies. And so the smart ones are really understanding that you got to, um, be as transparent as you can be really honest about what, what, what tools you have in place to, to guarantee that, that great quality delivery you, you claim to have. Um, so we're definitely seeing the most successful companies embracing that for sure. And, and I've, I've heard that for sure. You, you bring up a good point. You know, nobody in the history of manufacturing has ever com- filled out a self audit and failed themselves. <laughs> You know, sure. but once, once somebody comes in and say, Oh, no, you don't, you don't really do that. You know? Yeah. So, we talk uh, to a lot of companies that say, yeah, we're ISO compliant. We've never been audited, but we're compliant. And no, you're not. <laughs> not, not actually. Close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's like but someone least, that says I'm a cuddler. 
your mate's <laughs> like, no, you're really not. <laughs> but you think you are. <laughs> the fine line between cuddler and creepy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But you, you, you and I've, I've heard this more than once, too, the, as far as the having the tool in having uh, pro shop in place uh, that, that is a leveler for the smaller mm-hmm. organization um, to be able to bring credibility. You know, it, it lets David knock on Goliath's door and go, look, what's backing me up. Cause mm-hmm. you, know, you, you give me some business. Now I can keep up with you. I can keep yeah. track of what we have now. And, and this thing is scalable. So that's huge. That's it really uh, that's, is it's a huge advantage. You know? Yeah. I was talking with a really relatively small shop of ours, probably less than 10 people for sure. And he said, um, he said, you know, they just got some opportunities with a a global brand. Mm -hmm. Um, And he, he actually said, he's like, I'm trying not to sound like a pro shop fanboy, but it really is opening doors for us that we would not have otherwise had. And uh, it's sort of giving those clients that, that, that confidence that they have the level of sophistication to uh, you know, to run their shop in a way that that customer demands. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's kind of the the definition. Of, hey, we're it's another one of those things. Everybody says they're in business to help make their clients better, you know, because you know that's we do what we do so that we can help. Uh, you know, it's it's fulfilling, it's rewarding, it's a way to you know take this you know our our combined zillion years of uh, of experience, right, Allison and. Uh, <laughs> And help impart that in a meaningful way, so others can uh, can rise up. And uh, and you're doing that very thing. And I th- I think that's that's so awesome because it's your business is is beyond just the okay they've implemented it next. It's 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 just constantly. Oh sure, uh, yeah, I know. In a growing. company like ours, it's the long game that that we need to focus on, right? Yeah. You know, yeah, selling a software upfront is not is not the goal. You know, the goal is to have a happy customer for five, 10, 20 years. Right. Um, because you don't, you don't, once you put any, a system like an ERP and you don't want to do that again, you know, (laughs) and that's, that's a lot of the reason why people, you know, have, have reluctance to switch as well in the first place because they've already done it. It was terrible. They don't want to do it again. Um, so yeah, it's the long game for sure. That's really, really important. Oh, that's awesome. You have any, like a favorite, a success story that comes to mind of oh um i mean so many but you know i mean there's there are um there's certainly stories of companies that um that well i guess some of my favorites are really the the origin stories right um i've and we've had many you know we've had uh, some clients that have bought pro shop as like one of their very first purchases like they're buying their CNC machine today and they're buying pro shop tomorrow. Right. And putting us in on day one. And, um, there's a shop called RX industries in, in, uh, Hilton head, South Carolina, I'm actually wearing his shirt right now. All RX right. industries, Represent. um, Tom and, uh, and you know, he, he bought a shop that, uh, it was a pretty small startup shop and he bought it. Um, and you know, in the, First year, he's gone from basically himself to now two other employees, and he's hiring a fourth and bought another machine, right? Nice. And and it's just amazing, and it's awesome. And and he he he, you know, he relies on ProShop as sort of a backbone of everything he's doing, um, and it's just incredibly. It's an honor to to help him and to help companies like that. 
Um, and then we also have, you know, the bigger companies, you know, the 50, 60 person companies that, um, that uh, are bigger, that uh, are just um, sort of saddled with some really not good fitting system. And they're, you know, maybe barely profitable and, and um, just having a tough time of it. And we, we bring in ProShop and, you know, six or nine months later, you know, they've freed up three overhead positions and put them into more value added roles and their revenue is up by 20% and they're hiring people and they're profitable. And just that, that is amazing. And it feels so good to help those companies because they're, they're, they're hiring more people in their local communities. Um, and they're just helping sort of rise all time, you know, it's that rising tide, right? Yeah. yeah. So what would you, what would you tell either the company that's out there, you know, kicking tires, trying to make a decision on implementing an, an ERP system for the first time or one that's, that's just kind of sucking it up. I mean, what's, mm-hmm. what's the message? What do you, what's the, the perception you need to overcome and, and tell people it's like, listen, you don't have to put up with this anymore. You know, sure. what, what's kind of that, 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 that thing that, that people just kind of miss or take for granted. Um, I mean, they, um, they, I mean, find, find a system really, I guess they do the research on, on the company behind the product. Right. Mm. Um, you know, and, and, you know, and I don't want to, I definitely don't want to bash other products. I mean, there, there are good ones out there. There are companies that, that really like them and they do care and they, they're, they're trying to do best for their clients as well. Um, they're just taking a different approach. Um, but, um, but I'd say, you know, there are, um, there's, you know, that, especially that ERP space, it was busy. It still continues to be busy. There's new, there's new companies coming into it all the time. Um, you know, and what's good, um, you know, for, for one client may not be good for another, you know, we get people coming to us all the time and say, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm interested in pro shop. And when we talk to them, we're like, no, I don't think that's actually a great fit. You know, there's maybe something better. That's maybe it's, they're a cabinet maker and there's really great cabinet making ERP software. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I'd say look at the company behind the product, look at um, take a really cohesive or sort of a, a holistic approach to to what you what your needs are. Mm-hmm. You mentioned earlier that usually it's the CFO that, you know, yeah. drives the charge, does the research. Um, that's actually in our ERP buyer's guide is one of the flaws. One of the things to not do. Don't <laughs> let the accounting department totally lead the charge. Like, yeah. let it be, you know, a whole company decision. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are just a few tips I'd, I'd suggest. Well, who, how would you describe an ideal fit customer for pro shop? It would be, um, I mean, in the super narrowest part of the bullseye, (laughs) it would be, um, a machine shop job shop that is probably somewhere between 20 and 200 people that is in that is doing really complex work in a regulated industry Mm. like aerospace medical defense space um where they have to have all those quality regulations that they're they're abiding by um and they just have really complex processes to manage right from really exotic materials with lots of you know mill specs and requirements and certifications and multiple external processes and just a lot of moving pieces that are easy to, to lose track of. Um, it's kind of the more complex the process gets and the more regulation they have to follow, kind of the better pro shop shines. 
Um, but we've also found that if you expand that that sort of bullseye a little bit more, there's an incredible amount of manufacturers, you know, fab shops, even OEM manufacturers that are just doing complex manufacturing processes mm -hmm. on their own parts and assemblies. Um, that can also be a good fit for what we're doing. Cool. Now, is your stuff, are you cloud on-prem or both or how are you? Doing? Both, uh, okay. about 90% cloud, but there are certainly the occasional client that uh, just has really sucky internet service um, <laughs> or their customers uh, just really don't trust the cloud, you know, even though we can do like GovCloud type things too. But mm -hmm. um, so for a small fraction of clients, we do basically install a web server mm -hmm. inside their facility and it's still all browser-based, but it's yeah. just being hosted locally right instead of on the internet. Well, yeah. do, do you feel like the evolution, we have to wrap up soon. I hate to yeah. do that. Um, so I'm, I'd say that because I know Ray's going to have one more question, but I'm going <laughs> to sneak one in first. Do you feel like you continuously improve because of, I want to say failures more than successes or like, I don't know if I'm going to ask this right. Customers, customers coming to you and saying, you know what, it'd be really great if the software did this, mm -hmm. or do you feel like it's more of you and your team recognizing what they need before they ever need it and adding it, or maybe a mix? I'm just curious. Definitely a mix. I mean, we, we have not, 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 not uh, exaggerating, we probably have uh, a feature backlog of over a thousand items, you know, wow. and probably many hundreds of them were things that we, you know, we, you know, decided we wanted to build someday back when we ran our shop. Um, but, uh, you know, every business is, you know, even though there's incredible commonality with, with shops, there's definitely differences with everybody. And so we, we get, we get um, suggestions, you know, every day, every week, like, hey, it would be really cool if this page had this button or it did this thing or this other feature. And uh, so, yeah, we, we collaborate a lot with our clients. Um, you know, we have some that are in additive manufacturing now, right, more and more. And so we're talking about what features can we add to make additive manufacturing, you know, more compatible with ProShop. So, Interesting. yeah, no. But listening to that voice of the customer, no matter what your product is, so incredibly important. That's, that's awesome. All right, I do have one more question. Last one. Okay. What lessons, what lessons uh, from 2020 are you carrying forward? I mean, that was, that was a crazy time mm -hmm. you know, for, mm -hmm. for everybody. What's, what's a, a change or something that, that came about that you said, you know what, we're going to keep doing that, or this is something we're going to get good at going forward? I guess to keep it on the lighter side, um, we're going to keep doing virtual happy hours, uh, even, you know, nice. every week in our company, even when we are back together again. I mean, we're more and more a virtual company. You know, we have people in two main locations plus like five other states. But yeah, we started doing happy hours and we just laugh and, you know, drink cocktails and tell stories and share pictures from our youth. And it is so much fun. And we will never not do that again. Oh, there you go. What a, what a great way to, to wrap to wrap things up. Well, well, Paul, cheer, cheers to you and, and the Pro Shop team. Cheers, absolutely. Thank <laughs> so, you. What a what a what a great story and a uh, uh, a great journey that you're on. And um, we're so grateful that you were able to spend some time with us here today. 
so well, you guys uh, are both doing amazing stuff out in the industry. Appreciate everything you're doing for your clients as well. And it's just great to collaborate and talk and talk shop. There you go. We'll, we'll, we'll keep that up. So again, Paul, thank you. Thank you so much. And for all of our, our listeners, if you enjoyed what you, you heard today from, from Paul uh, and you want to check us out, Hey, go find us on the, uh, on the, uh, what Apple podcast runs. I think we're on Spotify. We're on Spotify. On about also. yeah, eight different platforms. We're out, we're out there. You can You're find everywhere. us. We're everywhere. Please hit like if you really enjoyed it. Um, please tell a friend because uh, we, we love to spread the word. Manufacturing is important to us, and we want to bring you some value and some fantastic guests like Paul. So uh, with that said, Allison, so Allison, take us home. All right. Everybody listening, thank you. We appreciate you. And keep manufacturing out loud because we need you. You. Thank you for listening to MFG Out Loud with Ray Zaganto and Allison DeFore. You can subscribe and find show notes at mfgoutloud.com. 